What's good? It's Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And this is not, not another, another damn, damn podcast. podcast. Presented by our damn, damn selves. You know how we do it. Yep. Yep. Episode 30. Oh, yeah. The big 3-0. Dirty 30. Oh, yeah. Dirty 30. I like that. <laughs> I think we're going to call it Dirty 30. <laughs> Dirty 30. It's a lot of griminess it's going on. It's a lot on. of griminess Before in the world. Before we get up into this right now, <laughs> got to shout out the lovely Jazz. Yes, yes. J-Sculpt Fitness. Follow mm-hmm. her on IG. It's the first fitness belt that covers the entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workout. Yes. Uh, now, I've been getting my workouts in. Well, mm-hmm. not with the J-Sculpt. That's for the ladies. For the well, ladies, right. I've been getting my workouts in. Shout out um Xavier Pope, Bare Feet Power Yoga. Yes. And shout out UFC Gym. I'm getting my MMA mm-hmm. workouts in. So we're getting it in across the board. Yeah. Good job. And um, I, I told you my gains have been showing. Yeah. About last week I started getting compliments like, you've been working out? I'm like, yeah. A little, yeah right. a little bit. You don't know, feel that right there. You don't feel that right there. <laughs> um, bench presses have gone up some. Mm-hmm. My um. Barbell curls, my bicep curls. Oh, that's up. good. Yeah. Because the biceps were trash for a while. Now I'm starting to notice like some gains in my biceps. All right, all right. So I'm feeling it. I see. Happy I see. about it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, right. So by your birthday, probably you'll be uh, uh yeah. yeah. Still trying to get the right ab workout. <laughs> want to get in this damn gut. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. I do want to do an MMA with you though. Okay. What I'm thinking is that, uh, can I go and do like an MMA with you after I have the baby? Oh, yeah, I was going to say after that. No, after the baby. <laughs> you know, it was um, a pregnant girl there one day that was like on the heavy. Oh, bag. yeah, one of my girlfriends, uh, she uh, boxes actually. Yeah. And when she was pregnant with her son, um, she was still boxing. Obviously, you have to modify when you're pregnant. You can yeah. still do your same activities. It's one of the girls that comes to boxing. But she had to modify. Pregnant. Yeah, because one of my girlfriends did that last year when she was pregnant with her son. Because like, she was uh, seven months and and then she put up a video of her boxing in and um, her instructor was basically like calling out people like, yeah, what's your excuse? Like she's seven months pregnant and she's out here doing it. So, you know. People's you know. excuses that they're shit That's easy. <laughs> oh, well. But um, let's get into it right now. Okay. Everybody keep an eye on Atlanta and um the people there because breaking news right here. Um, passengers at the Hartsfield Jackson <laughs> Airport were left in the dark. Oh. When it was a blackout early Sunday afternoon, so breaking story right there. Entire airport just blacked out, can you imagine? Oh my god. Yeah, O'Hare or Or midway is just just black. Yeah. That's scary because it's just so big and it's just open. So then if you're traveling with your kids and yeah. then your kids are trying to run away, you can't see And would it be an airport? What's the first thing going to pop in your head? Terror attack. Ter- like, yeah. You're going to start thinking that kind of shit is like, yeah. yeah so, man. Oh my gosh. So, um, yeah, it's a mess right now. Now they said they're hoping the um the Georgia Power people said they're hoping to have power back by midnight Sunday night. So yeah. by the time you hear this damn podcast, everything will be fixed. But a lot of craziness yeah, has been going on. Like, wasn't it snowing in Texas and just all type of like crazy stuff this week mm. is going on? I'm like, like what is going on with the weather? It's just been a lot of like unusual and, things that have been happening. And Chicago over the weekend is about 50 degrees. On, yeah, yeah, it was like Like 50. right before we take this damn podcast. Yeah, it was like about 50. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's still nice now. It's still like mm. just under 50. Like this whole week is supposed to be in the 40s, which is mm. very seasonably warm yeah, not that for I'm December. Yeah, but, but, you know, I know people, it. I know people want like their white Christmas. I know that people want that. Well, you know, doesn't but, matter to me, but you know, yeah. so I know people who celebrate people, yeah, when they're you know, white Christmas. Yeah, that's you know. a lot of people in the city. One day after January, they don't need any more snow. Yeah, they just want to get it for Christmas. That's what. But me, I could 
just give them all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then definitely no snow after February 2nd. Like, mm-hmm. Groundhog, you better get your ass back in the hole and <laughs> just go yeah, somewhere. Six more weeks of winter. <laughs> no, you better yeah. take your little behind somewhere. Like, I don't want it. Shout no. out Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Which we watch every year on Groundhog Day. That's become a tradition. Yeah. <laughs> you have to watch that it. Movie, yeah. <laughs> it's like the most random holiday. It's funny. Like, yeah, imagine it's repeating funny. that holiday over and over oh for like a God. thousand years, however long he was stuck in it. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was something like that. So he's there like a thousand years. It's something oh my God. long script. I think in the movie they, they only like show 10 him there. Years, yeah. Or in the movie they, they show him like repeat the day maybe like 40 times or something like right. that. Right. But in the original script, like shout out recipes, Harold Ramis, the original writer of the script said that yeah, he was stuck there about a thousand years, really, oh like God. the same day over and over. I can't imagine. <laughs> it's just like you just wake up and it's February second, whatever year that. I can't even imagine. Hilarious. <laughs> but let's get into it right now. Congratulations, going out to Doug Jones. Yes. Teach well, me how to Dougie. Yeah, Teach Dougie. me how to Dougie. Teach me how to Dougie. We hit that Dougie on Roy Moore. Yeah. <laughs> By about 20,000 votes. Very slim margin he won. Yeah. So when you say that um, I was only one vote, there you go. My vote don't count. Yeah, yeah. They won't pick who they want anyway. Yeah, and if you hadn't voted, they might have picked a pedophile. But uh, the thing that we've always said, and uh, we're going through our union right now, uh, we always say you need to get a seat at the table or you're going to be on the menu. Mm-hmm. And this is all we just keep on saying. Get a seat at the table or you'll be on the yeah, menu. Yeah, this is an Alabama Senate race for those who don't know that we're talking about. Yes. Right here, for those who've been in the dark about it. Because Roy Moore was the pedophile. Oh, I'm sorry. He was yeah, the we talked about on a alleged episode, pedophile. Who used the Bible as his defense. It's like, well, in the Bible, they were fucking young girls, so... What's the difference between them and me? Like, he used that as a Yeah, defense. and then the people were saying, the people who voted for him were saying that, well, I believe in him because he's a strong Christian and this uh, and that. President and, Trump endorsed his fucking And then he Trump. endorsed him, and it just was, uh, it was just ridiculous just seeing the whole, just how the whole votes just broke down. And I actually have a breakdown of the vote. If we just go by race, this is um, according to the Washington Post, they have a, uh, a bar graph, and it shows that um, of the white people for Jones, 30% voted for Jones, 2% were write-ins, and 68% voted for Moore. Mm-hmm. For black people... Those write-ins along were probably Charles Barkley. <laughs> for, uh, no, Charles actually voted for Derrick. I mean, people writing in Charles Barkley. Oh, right, Charles. <laughs> Charles Barkley for Senate. <laughs> and then the black vote, uh, they said, which is actually like 29% of the vote, they said 96% of black people voted for Jones and only 4% voted for Moore. Uh-huh. But if we want to break it down even further, and this was this. just like shocking with me. Like I, uh, this dem- this uh, demographic right here is particularly shocking me. If you go by education and race, education by race and gender on this one, it says that 45% of white college graduate women voted for Jones, 52% voted for Moore, 3% mm-hmm. were a write-in. And then if you go with white non-college graduate women, 25% voted for Jones, 2% were write-in, and 73% of non-college graduate white women voted for more. more. Mm. And then if you go into even another one down here, if you just go just gender across, that sex by race, 
White men, 72% voted for this more. This is the poll everybody was talking about yes. right here this last week. White women, 63% of white women voted for more. 93% of black men voted for Jones. And 98% of black women voted for Jones. Now, here's the funny shit about that right here is, um, I know everybody's been seeing all over social media and just all over in general. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, thank you, black women. Black women, yeah. They, yeah. they got this done. It's like, but uh, 93%, 93% of black, black men, men voted for too, yeah. So it's like, like, well, fuck you, niggas. It's like, right. thanks to the women. No, it's it's like, I mean, and like, like, just period, you need to be like, I just found it funny. Like, 96% you know, yeah. of black people, period. It's voted. like, um, well, listening to that, you would have thought it was 50 50 black was like, men, uh, but yeah. uh, black women voted 98%. Like, no, pretty much every no, nigga voted all too. All the black men voted too. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> But just period, the black people. I said we gotta say the black people in general showed up and showed yeah, that's out. what it should have been. But yeah. I've been seeing thank you black women because I have been seeing a lot of that. Like thank you black women, black women, you guys came. Hey black women, you guys came through, and that alarmist stat to me. So sixty three percent of white women, you voted for him. You guys are about to take a major L right now. They are taking a well, not really lost, so they're not taking an L right now. But I mean, but why would you vote against yourself? Mm. Why would you do that? Not the sharpest knife. Why would you vote against yourself? That's just my. (laughs) I just have questions about that. But then um, Charles did have a good point. But then he immediately put his foot in his mouth after. Charles is the sharpest knife. Because Charles, like after the um, after the race was called and everything, he did say like basically. The good thing he said that you know we came in, we showed out. You know he was like, you know enough is enough. He's like, Alabama did the right thing. But I'm proud of my home state because Alabama. This is the first time in 25 years that a Democrat won. Democratic senator won in the state of Alabama. The first time in 25 years. Pretty much since we've been able to vote. We live in Alabama. We would have never seen a Democratic whole voting career. Our whole voting life. Pretty much. So it's like for this extremely red state to have a Democratic senator. So he was this a piece huge, of shit that Roy Moore was. This is a huge. That they voted Democrat because he's such a piece of shit. Right. This is huge. <laughs> but then, like we said, uh, but then like I said about the Charles thing is that he immediately put his foot back in his mouth because on Inside the NBA on Thursday. <laughs> He said that he was going to pledge a million dollars for black women to start up IT companies. I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, I see you. Like, that's a great thing because it's a lot of um, black black female entrepreneurs. We're starting to see that more. Shout out Jazz. We're seeing, yeah, Jazz. Yeah, black female entrepreneur. We're seeing, you know, you've got uh, the Shonda Rhimes who are controlling uh, uh, ABC on Thursday night. You got mm-hmm. Oprah who got her own. You got Ava DuVernay who got Queen Sugar and directed Selma. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing like black women in these great positions of power that are living out their dreams. But then immediately after, he's going to say, yes, and then these are startup companies. And I don't mean restaurants and hair salons. And then I just smacked my forehead. I was like, in your First part, you said that you want startup IT. So you did say IT. We you, know, already established you already that established that you want IT. You want fucking hair salons. You established that in your first thing. But then you had to like be funny and put that on. But I'm glad that Kenny the Jet Smith checked him because he was like, why do you have to give that backhanded compliment? And then Kenny checked him. Kenny was like, no, 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 that's not funny. And Kenny checked him. And I'm glad that he checked him 
because Shaq was up there laughing. He thought it was he funny. Shaq laughs at everything. And then Ernie was just looking like awkward. Ernie was like, long. Ernie felt very awkward. You could tell he was looking like. Uh, JaVale McGee kind of quitted basketball Shaq when he called him a coon. Like, Shaq can coon a little dun, bit. Dun, dun, I'm a big Shaq fan. Dun, 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 I'm a longtime Shaq fan. Shaq, Shaq can coon every now and then, so that's why he left. Yeah. <laughs> every, every yeah. Now, a little bit. A little bit. Every now and then. But then Ernie just looked very awkward. He was looking like, uh... Okay. And then I'm glad that Kenny the Jet Smith, because he was like, nah. And then he was like, wait, wait a minute, you don't even own a computer. Like, how do you want to talk? And then he's like, yeah, I don't own a computer. I'm like, so how are you talking about stuff? He's like, and it doesn't mean it. IT does not mean it. It's like, but you don't you don't seem like you're the sharpest knife in the drawer. So mm-hmm. you need to not be talking about anybody's... um mental capacity about stuff if you're not you know if you're not in a certain level you don't need to be doing that so charles sit down be quiet <laughs> let's stay on the charles barkley and basketball in general right now yes let's talk about um big baller brand big baller brand i know you saw that um lamello and leangelo they signed one-year deals with the Lith- lithuanian basketball yeah lithuania right so, like, you know, after the mess that happened in China with the fake mm-hmm. Louis shades, like... You might say a fake Louis. So, pretty much, um, Leangelo's um, UCLA career was over. Yeah. So, LeVar just pulled both his boys. He said, okay, because uh, LaMelo's still in high school. Right. He said, okay, we're going to send them over there, make mm-hmm. a little money, and um, get some pro experience. Hmm. And um, Charles Barkley kind of complained. He um, criticized that. Yeah, I saw that because he said that he's exploiting his sons and everything. Mm-hmm. But it's like. What's the difference between what he's doing and what an agent would do? It's exactly. Like, yeah, like, it's, like, it's like an agent would make money. Yeah, what's the, with what UCLA was doing? Mm-hmm. NCAA is making Especially money. Especially what NCAA free, does. I'm going to talk about that right now. Why I like boys. this move. A lot of people yeah. are criticizing because it's like thinking out the box is different. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the traditional wisdom is like, um, or conventional wisdom, I should yeah, say, is um, yeah. go to NCAA, get the exposure, and then get drafted. And get drafted, right. I hate the NCAA. We've talked about that on this We've damn podcast. We've talked about that more than once, yeah. It's like, which is what's funny. I'm about to go on another rant right now. But <laughs> you kind of like my rant. I like your rant. Go ahead. It's like when um the whole Colin Kaepernick thing broke down, you know, and a lot of black blacks were like um they boycotting the NFL. Correct. And instead of just um some had to take it and like like take a good thing and fuck it up. It's like, that's why I'm watching college ball and it's like like the NCAA is way worse than fucking NFL. They're, they're, not, they're, not, they're not even paying these they're kids. They're not even paying these kids, and, and then yeah. they can't work. You have to go to. Pra- I mean, you can't even like you can't do nothing outside. And if you, class if and you take any money under the table, it's illegal. It's illegal. Shit. So you can't even get any illegal money. And then you can't get paid. Five and that would happen yeah. with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. with Chris Webber and them. Yeah. Somebody wants to buy you a fucking Escalade or something. Say, oh, you can't do that. It's illegal. Can't do that. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, they exploiting the shit out of these kids. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the coaches and shit, like, what the fuck is um, Coach K getting? Like, what, like, $5 million a year? Mm-hmm. $6 million a year? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is um, Calipari getting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fuck? Well, Patino, he's out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but what the fuck is these Weber coaches getting? Weber got a nice amount of money when he was coaching you about. Yeah, when he was coaching there. He's using the millions. He got a nice Probably piece of change. He got a nice piece of change. Well, yeah, these coaches and shit. So. So they can become millionaires, but the guys on the field or the court can't get shit. And just the multi-billion dollar, because like the uh, whenever college they do sports the, is big business. Whenever they do the thing in Vegas, it's not like, just like rah rah rah. It's no, big business. it is. These whenever they do the tournament, business. when it's the NCAA tournament, the March Madness, they go out for March Madness in Vegas, and it's like mm-hmm. a whole thing. Because I saw that somebody's um, husband and his friends like. 
they actually go out to Vegas every year yeah. for the March Madness. And it's like a big, mm-hmm. it's a huge, big event where you can actually go out there to Vegas yeah. and do the whole thing. And how many billions of dollars is that exactly. that you're making off of these boys? We got the bowl games coming up in a yep. few weeks with football. The football, yeah, all those so, rose yeah. sugar, all those different bowls, yeah. Like all this money exchanging hands, like merchandising, they selling jerseys like with these mm-hmm. kids' names and likeness and shit. Yeah, like, making all that money, they don't get none of it. Mm-hmm. But the Levar Ball is the corrupt one and shit, though. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> I do like that Levar is involved with his children. I like the positive image of seeing a black father involved with his boys. Yeah. I do. That's that's one thing I do like. Even though I and, yeah, like, I think he's a little hectic. I think he's a little extra. Here's the thing. I always I say like I'm not. Um, I keep it. We keep it real on this on this podcast. We don't kiss ass or nothing like that. But right. um. I admit it, I'll tell you, LeVar Ball can come off as a clown sometimes. Yeah, he can. Mm-hmm. I say that, but like, I like what uh, he's doing, like, all his business wise like as a man. And everything. As a man like, yeah. He can be a clown at times. He time can be a course. clown. So I'm not yeah. going to say that he's, like, the greatest motherfucker ever and shit. Yeah. Right. He can come off as a clown sometimes, but I like, like, how he is with his boys. Yeah. How he is, um, like, with the big baller brand. He's mm-hmm. all about his brand. Mm-hmm. He's changing that game, too, on the sneaker side yep. as well, too. Like, I'm he's not like, going to sign with Nike, with Nike Adidas, Adidas, Reebok, Reebok yeah, like, Under, Under Armour, these big companies. Like, we can get all the money. Yep. It's like Jordan could have did this years ago. The Jordan brand is probably bigger than Nike and shit. Mm-hmm. It did. I'm sure I know it cats is. that lose their mind over Jordans more than the mm-hmm. fucking Nikes and shit. Yeah. Exactly. So, Jordan, like, could have split off years ago, but he's locked into he's the locked Nike deal. LeBron's locked in for life with Nike and shit. And we yeah, talked right. about people like doing independent things like Ludacris. Like he sold his um first album, fifty thousand out of the trunk of his fucking car. car. Fifty thousand. Ten dollars a pop. For ten dollars a pop. So Ludo was making bank. Like, what, $500, yeah. Half a million. Yeah. That's how he financed his fucking music right. career. Like you got half a million. Now you got capital. Now you got capital. Now you can go record like you get like better albums you record, like take mm-hmm. the mixtape money and push that push towards that. like your career. That's how you invest in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, because I do like the positive image of the black father. I do like that. And I feel like them trying to diminish Assassinate that. His character. Right. They're that. trying to diminish it. But like, you know, you push for it. Like, no, like, I mean, obviously, like he is the best player right now, LeBron. But you're pushing that so much for it that, you know, he doesn't have his father. And, you know, you're pushing that. You know what I mean? But yeah. when you have somebody who does have, their, like the Kevin Durant, he has a single black mother who worked all these jobs to put. Yeah. Like you're pushing you that. push that story, but, yeah, you don't want to push. Even with Steph Curry, they were kind of like, mm, you know, because it's like he had his, because, you know, he had his father. He's second <laughs> he generation. Yeah, he had all that. So they were just kind of like, oh, you, you, you wholesome. And he got the nuclear family. He, and he has the perfect. They seem perfect. They yeah. seem perfect on the surface because it's like. Mel Curry never had any skin. In his yeah, and then his career. mom is beautiful, yeah. and then like his wife, his in-laws, they all go to the games together, and they just look like the perfect family out there with mm-hmm. everything. Meanwhile, people look at LeVar Ball as like a clown, like you said. Yeah. Getting back to his boys playing over in Lithuania, the main reason why I like it because it bitch slaps the NCAA. <laughs> and I want somebody that I've been saying that I think I mentioned it on this podcast before, as um I hope that um Somebody makes it big that didn't go through the NCAA. You've said that before, yeah. I said it's other routes, but it is not as attractive. Except mm-hmm. playing overseas is an option. Like Brandon Jennings, he did that. Um, he skipped college. He went and played overseas. And a lot of people said um, his career didn't play out the way um, it maybe should have. But he tried a non-NCAA option. Mm-hmm. He, um, he skipped college. He did high school, went overseas, and then got drafted. 
Mm-hmm. Now, say the D League would be an option. option. I would hope yeah. like somebody would make it big, like um the next big star, like skips college and goes straight to the D League. Mm-hmm. But like, I hope that um these ball boys, one of them does become like a superstar, like that it went over there. Yeah. One of the other two, because that'd be good. It would give options to these boys to say, well, fuck NCAA, because <laughs> I said um like David Stern and NCAA back in the day set this up. <laughs> a, um they were in bed together. There was a plot that they put together. Cause remember, right after LeBron is when like they started that rule. That one year before, like, cause year. cats used to go like yeah, like Kobe, McGrady, KG, KG, uh, Jermaine O'Neal, like um, mm-hmm. they went straight to they the league. Went straight yeah. to the league. And then 0-3 LeBron went. He was like 0-4 rookie of the year. Dwight Howard was the last class in 0-4 where they um mm-hmm. he was the last high school class. High school, yeah. Then the very next year, Stern was like, oh well, you got to be uh, one year of college to play or nineteen. Or 19. So you basically got to sit at home for a year and do nothing, or you got to mm-hmm. go to college. So they basically force you to go because nobody's going to sit at home. It's out of sight, out of mind. Exactly. You could be the number one high school player, sit at home for a year. Everybody forgot about you. Right. Now. So you're not going to get and drafted. And you come in like, hey, it's me. Mm-hmm. And people be like, who are you? Because <laughs> it's all so much turnover. There's always hot players coming out every year. So they forgot about you by then. And you mm-hmm. might, you probably still get drafted, but you might be like the late second round draft instead of top five mm-hmm. draft pick because you sat at home for a year. Exactly. And you want that, that first round. You want to be the top pick. That's yeah. what you want to be. You want that top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, fuck the NCAA. Like, I hope that, um, that's why I'm rooting for LaMelo and LiAngelo. I want them to get big just to like bitch slap Big baller brand. Yeah. So you can say that. Yeah. So then other high school players be like, yeah, I'm going to go play in Europe oh, the for a year. shoes are kind of, I saw those shoes. They were kind of, oh, those shoes were just so, uh, I saw the picture of those shoes. Those like baller shoes, I wouldn't wear them. They were kind of ugly. I like, like, what he's doing, but I wouldn't wear that shit. Yeah. <laughs> they were ugly. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were like clunky and it's like, okay, like it doesn't seem like they would fit on like a lady, you know, like how. Mm-hmm. You want something more streamlined that mm-hmm. can go both ways for like. Don't you got the flip flops out too? I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't wear the shit. <laughs> but I like what you're doing, LeVar. I like the hustle. Bro. I like I the hustle. I don't knock the hustle. I never knock the hustle. But hopefully the boys make it big without fucking NCAA. Yeah. Because this is a scam. Like, and then the old heads, a lot of them say that, um, well, college ball, that's where you learn how to really play. What are you going to learn in one fucking year? You only need <laughs> one year of college required. <laughs> and I say you're going to major in construction paper. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you're going to major in. <laughs> and most of these cats, when they come in the league after the one year, they're still not ready. So that's Mm-mm. bullshit. Still going to have to like play a few years in the league to like learn. Because right, so. how many players are actually ready? It's a fucking scam. Like NBA ready after one year. How many players are actually ready? It's a scam to get free play and exploit them for a year. But fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of scams, the big scam that they uh, that well that they think might be a scam, the whole Keaton Jones thing. Have you followed that story? Oh, talk to me about and that. And Kimberly Jones. Well, it was a boy named Keaton Jones, and he did a video, and his video went viral. It got viewed like I think over five million or ten million times, and it got shared and shared because basically. He was saying that he was bullied mm-hmm. and the video. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I just forgot his name. Man. And they yeah. called me ugly and he was crying. Yeah. And it was like just such a heartfelt yeah, that message about why am I being bullied and why do bullies do what I they I really do? didn't get in on that because I wanted to hear more of the story before. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't respond either way when I first And dropped. being somebody who has, like, I mean, I dealt with bullies in school. Uh, I, I did. I was bullied, like I was bullied in school. I was. Matter of fact, we're going to do a bullying episode <laughs> on the podcast. I was. But where it's I like, name names. You might. 
when it is like that, like I mean, I wouldn't want to go back to grade school or high school. Yeah, I wouldn't because it's I'm not going back to Robert E. Black or <laughs> Kenwood. Because <laughs> I mean, like it was Modern the worst, time, like with yeah. these bullies. It was the worst, but I mean, it did grow me and it made me who I am today. It did. It's the ingredient, like I said, you need like the nasty ingredients to make the delicious cake. To make the delicious cake, you need um, the raw, raw flour, flour vanilla extract. You need egg yolks. Egg yolks. Appetizer, <laughs> but all those ingredients make combined together. Baking soda. All yeah, but um. So then it got scratched. So okay, because then before that, then like the athletes, like they start offering um, him tickets to like the games, and then um, movies so, like Chris Evans was like, you know, you can come to the premiere of the Avengers Not movies the and whatever, like you know, like You're all like these the people. The whitest man in America. <laughs> all, these, <laughs> all these people were just rallying behind this boy because like he was so victimized. But then when they started scratching the surface. Because like his mom was like tagging rappers on face on um not Facebook on um Twitter or whatever because she was like at Snoop Dogg at Cardi B or whatever, and then like you know then somebody set up a GoFundMe page. I'm not sure like who the beneficiary was, That's but bullshit comes. But a GoFundMe page, page set up, you know, bullshit. A GoFundMe page was set for this boy, and it's never anything legitimate when a and it was fifty eight thousand dollars that they raised for this boy. So then the next question, people started being like, why are we raising, why are we giving money to a boy who got bullied? It's like, okay, I guess I get bullied. You're going to use to buy a gun and kill a computer <laughs> bully. Like, what, did that, what do you mean $58,000 for? Like, bullying <laughs> is a big problem that does need to be addressed. It does because it is too much. Like, bullying has gotten out of control, especially with social media now. It's like, you don't even have to. You can bully somebody I can bully around you the clock without now. even be. Back when we were in school, you just fuck with us at school. At school. Back then, you right. can bully you around the clock. Exactly. Now so, bullying Unless you prank call somebody back in the right. day, like when you went home, you didn't have to worry about it. Bullying has gotten out of control. It has with these uh, kids. But then, um, an MMA fighter, um, I forgot his name, but... Uh, wasn't Conor McGregor. Was no, it wasn't Conor McGregor. <laughs> Conor probably was the bully in this group. No, it wasn't Conor McGregor. It oh, was man. actually Joe Schilling, All and right. he's... Is that Bellator? Oh, that the Bellator. Okay, okay yeah. that's the Bellator. That's the um, UFC, the um, other, the competitor. The competitor, okay. Oh, like how back in the day where they had like wrestling was like the... Oh, yeah, WWE, WCW. Yeah, like, there you go, okay. Like it was like that, okay. Like I said, I don't watch MMA, so I mean, I don't follow. Well, if you're old and watched before we were born with basketball, you had the NBA and the ABA. And ABA. Bellator's the ABA. The Flint Tropics. Wasn't three stacks in that movie? He was. Was like, a D Ray in it too, I think? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Schilling said that uh, he was talking to somebody on social media who was identifying them as identifying themselves as Kimberly Jones, but they actually yeah, so people can pretend who they want to be on social media. But he was talking to somebody and they were basically saying that um that like you know he was like you know, I'll take them to an MMA uh, match or whatever, you know, I'll do that. And then the person was like, I'd rather have money. We whites have to stick together. Got <laughs> <laughs> him. He was like, this person is a scam. So, like, he, like, Shit. so, like, he basically called her, like, all the way out. It wasn't even really the, the woman. But then we scratched the surface, though. But bullshit. no, we found. I mean, that, that fucking GoFundMe that, sounds like complete bullshit. That's why they suspended it because they was <laughs> like, they suspended the account because they couldn't even verify who the beneficiary was. was so they suspended the account. Bullshit. But um, Kimberly Jones, when you start digging in, 
they found out that uh, she had posted like, you know, Confederate flag pictures and she posted like racial stuff like on her Facebook. And like her Facebook went from being public to private after all of her stuff came out about her being... Or her tiki torturedness. Tiki torturedness. (laughs) So then she tried to justify our Good Morning America. She's going to say, well, she said she did just to be like, she was like, I was just being funny. It was just a joke. And it's like, what? Tiki torture is not funny. (laughs) What's funny about... Unless you're Jeff Foxworthy or Larry the Cable guy. People don't find that shit funny. What's funny about being... collar comedy tour. About being racist. What's funny about being racist? I don't... I don't get it, but she tried to be like, yeah, and I was just trying to be ironic or something she said. I was trying to she be... Said she was trying to be Archie Bunker. <laughs> watching reruns of All in the Family and shit. <laughs> but like the explanation that she gave, it was like... It's like it, Roy Moore using the Bible to defend his fucking bullshit. It's like, it's like the equivalent of that. It was just really bizarre. The whole, the whole thing was just very bizarre. Mm. We'll just say that. And hopefully... Like I said, the boy is being bullied because like then another story that came out they were saying I'm sure that he really was. They, they said that why that. he was bullied though they said that because uh, his mother is a racist and they said that he was calling some kids the N word and then they stood up for themselves and that's what happened. They said that he got his ass kicked because he was calling these kids the N word and that's like another story that I heard. I said, but I don't know the full. I don't know like exactly a little what the real story like, is. He probably but... was being bullied, and he might have said like, "You, you, you niggers need to stop bullying me." <laughs> Could have been like that, so they beat his ass. It, it might have been that's might somewhere have been in the middle. That's what I'm it may have been that. Because like I saw the kid's picture, he's like he's homely. He's a yeah. <laughs> the kid was a funny looking kid to me, so I'm sure he did get bullied. I totally believe that. That kid was like odd looking and shit to me. <laughs> Like, and, <laughs> and one of the bullies was probably black and he called him a nigga. But it's like, yeah, but the whole bullying thing, like I said, it has gotten out of control. Like when kids are being bullied and then when the extreme things that happen, extreme consequences, like um, then a lot of the rappers and stuff and singers, once they've kind of figured that the mother Kimberly Jones is a racist and they're like I'm not going to support you then they start talking about the other stories about these black and brown children who were affected by bullying who actually took their lives because it was a 13 year old named Rosalie Avila and it was a 10 year old girl named Ashanti Davis and they both committed suicide Mm -hmm. after being bullied and uh, the girl um, Ashanti Davis um, I think that they played like it wasn't world star, but it was basically like a kind of like a world star type thing. Like um, when she was like f- fighting or whatever, yeah. they posted that the video. Fight videos, it was a fight video, time, yeah, yeah, and they posted it. And then she felt so bad about it. And then like there was like two weeks later, she like her parents found her hanging in her closet. Mm. And then it happened again. Like another girl recently, um, Imani McRae, eight years old, she committed suicide because they were saying that they wondered if she got the idea from seeing the Ashanti Davis do mm. it. But when you look at these ages, 8, 10, 13, these are babies. Mm-hmm. And it's just so sad to see that these children, like these, you know, these innocent, precious, precious lives. Like, you know, you'll never see them like what these kids could have grew up to be because great. of bullying. You'll never right. Because of some dipshit. Because of this bullying thing. Are full of shit, I guess. And so we talk about, we're going to do a whole bullying episode. One of and it's just getting out of control, like with the bullying. Like, if you see. If you see something and you are, like, I mean, well, hope, like, I hope that kids aren't listening to this podcast. That might be a little too much. Like, you know, this might be a little too much for know, kids. <laughs> but if you're a parent of a child 
You know, like, please talk to your children. This is my PSA for bullying. Please talk to your children and encourage them to stand up. Like, just don't sit back. If you see a child and you know it's wrong, you see your classmate being bullied, being constantly picked on, just because going back to school, stand up um, for them. I'm sure a lot of those teachers saw us getting picked on and like mm-hmm. just kept their mouth shut and kept their mouth shut. Yeah, didn't care enough. They were let whack ass Cameron Diaz care with the bad the teacher. bad teacher. <laughs> I'm just getting my check. Get my get check. Yeah. Like, yeah. They, they saw a lot of that shit. At two fifteen, I clock out and go home. <laughs> like that. Yeah. Shit that was going on. Right. Just didn't give a fuck. Because mm-hmm. I know we both experienced that. Yeah, shit. we experienced yeah. some bullying. We did, you mm-hmm. know. But it's like we have to encourage these kids to stand up for it, mm-hmm. to stand for the right thing. Like, don't just sit back and watch a classmate of yours. Like, why are people getting bullied? Like I said, we watch Revenge of the Nerds. We watch Back to the Future. Yeah. Like, why? Because like a person is different from you. Because what? They're geeky. They're awkward. They may be artistic. They may be musically inclined. They may wear thick glasses. Whatever the case may be, where you mm-hmm. think that that superficial reason is why you should pick on somebody. Y'all know the stories of the barbed wire boys and shit. The barbed wire boys. That's my generic name for every TV gang in the history of tough sitcom. The game is the gang is never tough and shit. They have matching jackets. They have matching jackets and shit. Sometimes berets and shit. With Letterman jackets. Letterman jackets and shit. And like that's how the gang is. I forgot what the Willis's gang on different strokes was called, but they like the uh, the prototype what barbed wire boys are. They were like the lamest of lames and shit. Okay, I'm glad I know they had the pariahs. They're like the pariahs. You know, good times. JJ joined the Satan Knights and Satan shit Knights. with Mad Dog and shit. Michael joined the warlord. The warlord. Junior warlord. The junior warlord. Rat bone and shit. Yeah, like lady, I want that ring. I want that ring. Those are Bywire boy games. Every one of those. <laughs> I still don't remember fucking Willis's game, but that was the funniest. But well, he was a barbed boys. Like first of all, who's gonna wear matching? Who's gonna wear matching Larabin jackets? Yeah, what kind of gang is this shit? Like, like you just wear the same colors. You don't wear. Jackets that match. No, that's why. Except on a fucking sitcom. Like, what are you like going? Are you going to audition for breaking? Like, I mean, what it looks like to me. You know what they look like? Look like the five horsemen in the heartbeats where they came in. We've got soul. That's what Willis's gang looked like on different strokes. Like those motherfuckers and shit. Like, not intimidated at all. You're not intimidated at all. Hilarious. But no, though. Um,. But yeah, seriously though, uh, parents talk to your kids. Let's let's um let's try to stop these tragedies from happening. Like mm-hmm. you know, like it's just really sad to see these children just take their young life. Like that's just, it's just so hurtful for me to see that as a parent. Like thinking about like your child may one day have to deal with this nonsense. It's it's just really hard to Especially think about now, that because your kids are gonna come up in this world in this, this world with this social media, media stuff. And 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 stuff. Yeah, like hopefully they don't have to go through that. Try me if you want to. <laughs> try me if you want to. Like I'll be there. I don't care. I'll be that mom. That, who is it? Point them out. <laughs> I'll be up there. I'll take a little kid and I'll hem him up in the corner. Like, look, you ain't gonna mess with my child. I will do that. <laughs> what was the fucking movie they did that in? Was it This Is Forty? I think, or um, I forget. It was one of those movies where like um, they like beat the shit out of somebody's kid. Like, <laughs> what's the 
Crafty was the mom. And she was the only person to kid. I think it was that one. I, don't I think it was this. Story. I didn't see this. It's one of those fucking Apatow movies and shit. That's funny. I think it was that one and shit. Oh my god, that's funny. But um, let's keep it moving right now, enough because now I'm getting like fired up over that. Just you heard about um Lorenzen Wright's ex-wife. Yes. Remember that was a tragic oh my story. Gosh. NBA player Lorenzen Wright back in the day, like he had an unsolved murder for years. Yeah. The case was cold for what seven years? Yeah. Because 2010, it was cold for seven years. And now um Shira, Shira, Shira is a he man's fucking sister. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Shira Wright, I think it's her that was arrested in California, charged with first degree murder and mm-hmm. conspiracy of Lorenzen Wright. Mm-hmm. So maybe they finally like solved this yes. fucking case because like that's that found, one of the saddest. They found the gun. That's what happened. They found the gun and they believed that she was in um, cahoots with the pastor. Yeah. They arrested him too. Mm-hmm. And the thing that, because I'm a person like I like watching Snapped and Fatal Attraction and all those, you know, those crime shows. I like watching them or whatever. But the thing that always just remains so stupid to me is if your spouse dies. The first person they uh, under suspicious circumstances, the first person they're gonna look at is you because you're the spouse. That's because um <laughs> You're the spouse, so they're gonna look at you first. Like shows like even Dummy. though I love Law and Order, <laughs> but shows like that are bullshit most of the time. Yeah. Nine times out of ten, somebody dies is by somebody that knew that person. That knew them personally. Ninety percent of the time it's somebody that knew them. Yeah, like, like the other ten percent is random. Right, they start with the most spouse. Most of the time first. when somebody like dies suspiciously, then somebody that knew them killed them. Not the spouse, then look at it's the usually, children. It's usually in house. Okay. Like, nine yeah, times not the children. Let's look at the parents, okay? Let's look at the siblings. Let's look at the siblings. Let's look, Let's look yeah. at the in laws. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's always gonna be somebody that mm-hmm. you Interact um, with my daily coworker basis. that you see every day, yes. a close friend. It's always going to be something like somebody, that that you knew and should very intimately. It's never strangers on a train. It's yeah. never people that. People just kick in the door, right. even the, the four four. That's big bullshit on that. Like people <laughs> don't really do that. And even though he was kicking in his bitch's house, so that yeah, was real. <laughs> which I don't believe totally happened. He was beating the shit out of the face. But that's a yeah. whole other podcast. That's a whole other podcast. Fire the big heads up with that line. That's a whole other podcast. But um yeah though it's like But the Shira, Shara, whatever she one ugly bitch too. <laughs> got her much right here. <laughs> so yeah. You finally got caught, bitch. You finally got yeah, caught. You should have turned the gun on yourself, you ugly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> because it was just so sad. Because I remember watching that because like they did a um they actually was on Fatal Attraction, I think. I on, think I did. See I think that. it was on I, Fatal Attraction. I remember I saw that story on one show. It yeah, it was on. I don't remember. And like I the way that, that they story. left him. I think um, it was a Netflix documentary about Lorenzo mm-hmm. Wright as well too. Because Anthony Hardway was a close friend of him. Yeah. Because they were from Memphis. They yeah. played um. I think Lorenzo played with Orlando at one point too. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I think he did play with the Magic temporarily. And it was just so sad because like he was missing for what like ten days or something like that. Yeah. And in the on his decomposed. Right in the summer. So mm-hmm. you know like how his body looked when they found him. So it's like you can't even give him like a proper funeral and like this proper, you know, like it's like the whole the James Jordan case all Yeah, over it was just sad when they found his body, like his body first like had bullets in it and then like it was decomposed and it was just all that. And just the way that from what it looks like, they was like she killed him for the insurance money and then she spent all the insurance money. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing about insurance. I sold insurance very briefly. I sold life insurance very, very briefly about and 10 that's years ago. Yes, another episode. Yeah, that's another yeah. episode. It was about 10 years ago when I did this. But so my thing is, 
okay, if you take out a million dollar life insurance policy on your spouse, mm-hmm. and then three weeks after you take it out, your spouse just mysteriously dies, you think they just want to write that yeah, check to you check. like, here's this million dollar check? Like these people don't do this <laughs> for a living. It's like they don't like invest in it. They just like hand out checks. It's like, they don't have it's not the fucking Oprah's favorite things. And you get a you check. You get a check. You, you get, get a check. check. You get a check. Good. Even when our spouse die suspicious, they're gonna like they're gonna go through the fine tooth comb mm-hmm. over every detail. Even of when our death. father passed away, it's like okay, like my our dad was sick in the hospital for a month. Like I said, and it wasn't nothing suspicious because he actually did get sick and he was actually in the hospital yeah, for a month. Days, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and like it wasn't like the day that he died that like we they got a check. To our moms, it so. was like okay, like after the funeral and stuff like that, then like you know the payments started coming after that. But it's like they just didn't the same day. Oh, he died at 12, whatever. Here's your check at 1 o'clock in the it, No, it doesn't work Here's like that. Check. Have a nice day. It doesn't work like that. Insurance is going to do their back their research first Make before sure they issue a check. Yeah. Right. It, it doesn't work like that. So I'm glad that she got caught. Good riddance. And I hope that they throw the book at her. I hope she goes to jail for life because you took this young man's life. You took him away from his family. And then for what? For some money? Ugly bitch. Huh. For some money. Like why? Like why even do that? Like why? I always say, even though we wanted and we needed, at the end of the day, money is pieces of paper. It's pieces of paper. It's like what you make it is what the the important. Of, if you're a depressed you person, you're still gonna be depressed with money. And is that money? If you're an awful person, you're still gonna be awful with money. And if you get life in prison, how good is that money gonna do you now? Exactly. So shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> Speaking of prison and um cases and one that was dropped, Nelly. Nelly, I saw that. Mm. They dropped the um, rape charges against him. And I wanted to talk about this because sometimes, like, you know, I'm in the media. I've been in the media, like, mm-hmm. most of my adult life. is um, And just in social media, we all part of that. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the case when it breaks. Mm-hmm. But then when something like this, like, the drops, like, when they say it's nothing, it's just quiet. Well, if it's like a retraction away, or whatever, retraction. then nobody, like talks nobody about ever. That. When this Nelly story broke, everybody, everybody talked was about on it. it. So I said, I'm going to talk about this side of it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. We did, uh, we, we shit on that, even when it's broke. So, yeah, I'm gonna get on it right now and just say that, um, that he dropped the case. Yeah, so the woman was full of shit that said that Nelly just raped her. Yeah, so that case was dropped. Mm. So, I wanted to talk about that on this podcast because, like, and isn't Nelly trying to sue her now, I think, or something? I believe so. I, I haven't seen I that, that, but I think um, that he's I'll follow that. For uh, what, like defamation or something like that, mm-hmm. that he's trying to? Because if you do falsely accuse somebody, like, here's the thing about. Like being a woman, how I feel about any allegation of rape, I take very seriously as a woman. Mm-hmm. I do. Like, I'm not saying I automatically side with women because I am a woman, but if a woman says that she was raped, I do automatically feel empathy for her. I do, but then I still do want to hear like the details mm-hmm. and wonder what happened with it. Because any woman, like, even if, like, if somebody said that, like, if, like the whole Bill Cosby thing, like if 50 women, if 49 of those women lie, but if only just one, one woman, that's still one woman Cosby too many. That's still one woman too many that got raped. Like no woman should be raped by anyone. Like that's just how I feel about it. But also, ladies, on the flip side, like if you had a sexual relationship with a guy and then all of a sudden you find that he's married or he doesn't want to be with you oh, anymore. He to hit. Yeah. Don't mm-hmm. say that he raped you mm-hmm. if it was consensual to get back at him, because mm-hmm. once you put out a rape allegation against somebody, that's 
kind of a hard thing to like shake off. I'm pretty sure it's kind now, of hard like, thing to shake off. People that don't even know that this case was dropped mm-hmm. against Nelly, they probably still think he's a rapist. That he's so. a rapist, yeah. And that's a hard thing to like shake off because like we saw um, this guy, he finally got out. He was like a college player or something. Like he got put in jail, and then the girl like finally admitted that it was a lie, or whatever. And it's like, but he spent time in jail and. Um, you like kind of tainted him. Didn't um, Nate Parker that happened with? Yeah, but but he beat his because like uh, that kid, I know that was dropped. Yeah, that That's was dropped. Yeah, he like, won. Yeah, he won. Got, court. Think, like, he got acquitted. He got acquitted. Yeah. yeah, his friend uh, who was part of that, like his friend did his time or whatever. But Nate got but acquitted see, because of that bullshit. Like it's still affecting him now. Yeah, it's like because and like said he was acquitted. He was acquitted. But he still has that stand on him as far stand as the sexual assault because mm-hmm. of that, even though he was acquitted. So mm-hmm. as soon as he don't falsely accuse somebody, because that's still following him to this day. Right. That shit. Because it's happened in 1999, and then it came back out in 2016. Later, it came out him. almost 20 years later. Even though, like, for, for all intents and purposes, it was bullshit, it still affected mm-hmm. him to this day. But, uh, oh, speaking of, I was like, because we have a whole list of, like, the sexual allegation thing. Oh, my God. Did you see uh, the oh Kentucky rep, a Republican lawmaker, Don, Dan Johnson, excuse me, committed suicide? I did hear about that, yeah. Because they said that he was under investigation for molesting a 17-year-old girl yeah. Yeah. in 2012. This was one of his daughter's friends. I guess like her daughter was having a sleepover, and they said that he raped her. Mm-hmm. And she's 21 now, I believe, but she was saying that he raped her. And I saw his, I read his suicide note. Mm. And my thing is, if you're innocent, why did you commit suicide? Which is what I'm saying. I'm, I'm about to get into with like all these cases right here. If you're in, like if you're innocent, why did you why did you commit off, suicide? Because they like, they found his body and everything, and he just like you know he left behind wife, kids, all that, and you mm-hmm. know you were a Republican lawmaker, you had a career and everything, but as soon as the investigation was starting to come down, he killed himself. And um, even though um. He hasn't taken those drastic measures yet, killing himself. Like, let's um, segue into Russell Simmons. Mm-hmm. Four more women are accusing it's him. It's like now. 12 women total. It's up to 12 it's now. It's up to 12 okay. now with Russell four Simmons. Four was the last I heard. It's, I it's guess up to 12. Day, yeah, it's out. more women. And did you read those accounts of what these women were saying? Before I did read those, yeah. Oh my God. When I was just reading the story, I'm just like, no, no, no. It's like, not Mr. Russell Simmons. Not but God bless you, it, good yeah. night. <laughs> not Yogi, not vegan, not yeah. this. You know, he just seems like he's so like, I want to heal the world yeah. and I love the world. And one of my favorite yeah, um, videos from back no, in the day, like sometime in the nineties, he had um he had a DVD. I was like, mm-hmm. um, he was kind of ahead of the curve on this. Is like um is like what Snapchat is now, pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's like twenty four hours of Russell Simmons. He had a DVD mm-hmm. with his camera just following around, like. What a typical day in the life of Russell Simmons. Like, oh, okay. So you got to see like his like hands like behind the scenes behind and the all scenes that. Stuff. Yeah. It's like so yeah, cats do that now with the social media. Yeah, like, you can do that now. Anything, but mm-hmm. like Russell did that like twenty years ago. So like that was one of my favorite DVDs. Fascinating. See, okay, yeah. Here's him like he got a meeting with the fat farm execs. Here's him doing this. That like it showed mm-hmm. like his whole day. And like um, I like you know I'm trying to be in that industry, especially at that time. I'm trying to like mm-hmm. get in. I was like, oh, I'll see what Russ does for one day. But mm-hmm. that's why this story is fucked up to me. But he removed himself from his company, so it shows that um something probably happened. Like if you're an innocent man. Why would you like remove yourself? Yeah, he removed himself from all of his uh, every one of his um companies, like everything, people, they, all um, his business that he's involved. People are still um 
defending him. You know, people can't accept that when they hero. Yeah, when they heroes fall. Yeah. But um, if he removed himself. That means that he's he's kind of admitting guilt. Like, yeah, not directly, some but something happened. It's some yeah. admission there. Mm-hmm. And then you know, so me we, if I haven't done anything, I'm not I'm not admitting the shit. And then we've talked about that, you know, back in the day. Russell was wild. Like me and Marcus talked about that. Like then he did like coke, he did yeah. cocaine. Like, he talked he got, about that in his book. He did a lot yeah. of cocaine. He so was wild. So a lot of shit probably happened during so the cocaine. So I mean, could it happen? Attacks. Like yeah. I said, I'm not excusing it, but you know, I'm not excusing I'm it. But I'm the just saying that might have made him act like this. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm saying like you know, you might be an animal when you mm-hmm. are on drugs or alcohol, whatever you're. Your demon is that you have, and then and Rush is real chill now. He's right. a different guy now. It's like he's like an older guy, but right. like back in his day, he was a wild motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It was. And most of these allegations are from back in the day. Right, from like twenty five, yeah. twenty six, mm-hmm. like that, like over twenty five years ago. Mm-hmm. But it's just sad, like just reading all these different women's accounts that he like would just have like his junk out. Mm-hmm. It's like you go to a meeting. I can't even imagine like I'm going to a meeting to meet with my boss. And then I just come in and your junk is just out. Mm. A wreck. It's just out. It's like, wait, what? Maybe I'm just not. Like, what the hell? Like, yeah. cause you just can't okay, whip it out. You can't that do that. Shit. That's really un. That's really not cool. It's not. And I've been in positions of power over 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 good looking women. It's mm-hmm. like that's just not me. Yeah, it's like don't yeah, be a creep. <laughs> don't be a creep. Like, it's just not something that even crossed my mind. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like I should whip it out and see what she does. Like I, I would never even think about. But we're that. seeing that. But it's a good thing that all this stuff is breaking now because oh, shit is hitting the fan. Because it's letting us know that this is not okay. This is not. We're going to. We're not going to normalize harassing people. And then even like men, like women can harass you too. Like let's Absolutely. not. Let's not try and make it be like it's only men who harass women. Like, if a woman is like, you have to sleep with me to get this promotion, report her ass, man. Mm-hmm. It's not funny. Don't be like, like, uh, all the time we see, okay, now we're starting to see the school teachers. We're starting to see more of those now. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it's another one that happened in Thornwood. Thornwood High School. Mm-hmm. She was four years old having sex with this teenage boy. Mm-hmm. Why are you four you having sex with a teenager? And then it was like another uh, teacher that was having sex with like this underage but then, like, all the time, like, the funny thing that people always try and make it be, if the teacher's attracted, they're like, well, I wish I would have had. They played it for laughs on TV. Right, they played it for laughs. Married with Children back in the day when Bud Bundy was smashing his high school teacher. Mm-hmm. She was a young, a hot, attractive, like, probably in her 40s. Mm-hmm. And then, but um, at the end of the episode, she had got fired and replaced by a much older. By much older. Yeah. Al shows up and says, like, this is the teacher. This is the teacher. <laughs> Last time she was 40, he was 18. She was 40. Yeah. <laughs> So I thought that, that, that the old lady the was, old lady was, was the one. Like, that changed teachers by the <laughs> right. or something. Yeah. Hilarious. But they played it for last that Bud that like was like probably like fourteen smashing this fucking um forty something year old. Yeah, woman he was a shit. young he they was a young teenager. Yeah. yeah, but they do play it for laughs that mm-hmm. you know like uh like you know like where the, if that man had been Jefferson smashing Kelly, he wouldn't have been playing no. for laughs. No, like so, it's never it's always the other it's thing. always the other way around. Like if it's a man teacher Which trying is funny, to go here, like Jefferson, he did play in a fucking awful Lifetime movie. He was like he's a, a, was he like a rapist. Ted McGinley. Stan Gable. Stan Gable. Fucking up. The man to the nerds. How is he a fucking rapist? I, this wasn't convincing to be a rapist, but. <laughs> You know, it works for both ways. So we do have to address the fact that 
it is a problem with somebody who does have a position of power and they're saying that you have to do quid quo pro tit for tat. You have to do that for me mm-hmm. for you to get ahead. So let's call these well, people out. Yeah, let's call out Tavis Miley right now. Too. Yeah, like this. Man. Like following his story, but mm-hmm. he's he's like yeah, he PBS hasn't done suspended any suspended him because of his obsession. And he said that he hasn't done anything wrong. Right. He's like He was just accused, like, yeah, he was accused. Yeah. which is like um that's why it's a double edged sword, like you said. Mm-hmm. Because um just being accused can like fuck you up. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. see, hypothetically, if Tavis hasn't done anything, like he's fucked you. Know, yeah, right? he is. Yeah. Like he might have to go through like a Kobe Bryant rebuild. Yeah. It's like, like Kobe, Kobe that case through, got dropped. Yeah, but he had to, to go this through day, the whole. Still call him a rapist. Yeah. Well, I mean, he won two championships and that kind of like that shook yeah, some of it. Yeah, some of it. like a lot of the haters before a while. It was yeah, like, for a yeah, while. That, that so he won that first championship after he had to win a championship for him to. Yeah. Helped him win more times. He had to win a title. Because after that, it was like, he's raping, he's a rapist, and this and that. But it's like Tavis Smiley, he, like, I saw his video that he posted on his social media, and he's like, he hasn't done anything. He's like, I haven't even, like, he's like, I haven't, no, he's like, I haven't even, like, he hasn't even admitted to relationship. Like, Russell Simmons was like, yes, he was like, we had consensual relationships. All of his were consensual. And the thing about consent is, like, consent can be a, a fine line in some people's mind because consent could be like, okay, because we've had sex 10 times and then on this 11th time, I want to have sex with you, we really don't, but then I have sex with you anyway, but we've had sex 10 times. It's not rape. It's like, it, it is. Like, if yeah, she didn't want to have sex with you, something with somebody right. you have access forever. Exactly. Yeah. Like, people don't understand the full definition of consent sometimes. People don't have a black and white definition of what consent means. There's an episode of the Carmichael show with um Lorel's character. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. He was thinking he's like, um, like, did I rape this girl? Because they were both drunk, and he was trying mm-hmm. he couldn't remember like whether he raped the girl. And it was like something that had happened years before. I want to say, like, mm-hmm. I want to say it was like an old like thing. Was it new? I don't it was know. a new thing. It was yeah. a new one. Yeah, that's what it was. Because yeah. I think Maxine's friend had got raped or something happened, and you know how yeah, she is. Yeah, yeah. She... character started thinking, yeah, like, oh, um, he said, I think I, I think I raped this girl. girl. Like he was trying. To... And that girl was like, "No, you did." She said, "You were just whacking bed." <laughs> the episode, the girl said that. Real, just in that yeah. She said his stroke game wasn't good. <laughs> the girl said basically at the end. She said, "That's all right. You know why? Because I'm TS yeah, motherfucker." That's <laughs> <laughs> a deleted scene right there. <laughs> That is a mess. But yeah, this is it's getting ridiculous, all of this shit. But like I said, I'm glad that the microscope is on it. I'm glad mm. that people are bringing this to the forefront. Uh, yeah, it has Hollywood, to be done. The shit is hitting the fan. And speaking of people who they like, got hit with the fan, <laughs> got their reality check, Miss Almarosa. <laughs> She got the boot. <laughs> did she resign or did she get fired? Oh, she fired. She's fired. She was, did you get fired? It the first time, but it ain't the first time that Trump, Trump fired her. So, yeah, she, she's already familiar with this. She was fired from The Apprentice more than once. And she, she's well, on she the original. She was on The Celebrity Apprentice <laughs> and probably another version, too. Did she, she get fired three times? Yeah, okay. right, yeah, she's been fired numerous times by Trump already. But did you see her Good Morning America interview with Michael Strahan? Did I heard about that? it, but I haven't watched it. I though. watched it. So I got it. the video on my phone. I, I did watch the video, and 
the way that she was just talking, she was all like, yes, and this and that. And no, I was not dragged out because people were like giving off. I, I said, I don't know if she was dragged out now because that's not that might be far fetched. People, that's say, no, people said that she was dragged off the lot. Kicking and screaming <laughs> kicking from and the screaming. White House and shit. <laughs> they said she tripped the alarm or whatever when she was like yeah, trying oh, that's to leave. Probably bullshit. She probably did just like. It's just funny to think about. It's it's funny funny to... I'm also get dragged out of the fucking no, house. No, I won't leave. Which they parodied on fucking SNL on um, Saturday night. I with, um, it. Yeah, um, Leslie, Leslie Jones laid on Rosa. They did drag the bitch out. And of course, yeah, what's the name of my. Uh, Alec of course, Ball. Alec Baldwin is Trump. He's yeah. <laughs> but then, um, Michael Strahan, he basically was trying to like, you could tell that he was not going to like push her too much. You know how some people who are interviewing you, they just kind of ask you like the question and it's like, okay. And they really yeah, don't Michael give you Strahan like. Michael Strahan ain't going to give like the, the hardball. Questions. The hardball, right. But then um, at the end of it, she said that um, because uh, she's still, her last day is January th- uh, 20th. It's her last day. So she said that she's not liberty to say certain things, but she said that she is going to do a tell-all book about her experience and this and that because she's seen some things and this and that, being the only black there and this and that, or whatever. Uh-huh. And she said that she's basically going to have her tell-all book. And did you see Robin Roberts? <laughs> she said bye Felicia. She said bye Felicia. That shit I saw. <laughs> when I saw, because when I just saw it coming time, they was like Robin Roberts, bye Felicia. I was like, wait a minute. So then I watched it, and she actually did. She say, said the words. She bye said bye Felicia. Felicia. I saw that. Yeah, I'm sure she's gonna sell her book oh, for this yeah. and that. Bye, bye Felicia. Felicia. <laughs> I think we got a new meme. We're gonna be having that for you. Bye Felicia. It's like Brian Jordan, like the swaggy P face. I think that bye Felicia clip is gonna be around bye for Felicia. years. Ryan and then Roberts. on CNN they had um, Angela Rye and she Angela Rye I did, I saw that clip too. Oh my god! Because they saw like all the black all the people, black people yeah. to Amarosa's ass and shit. I and then the other Angela ones were Rye. like they were all like yes, and they just gave like the politically correct you know, answer. Angela's gonna talk shit. Angela, she was like, I'm gonna be petty and she ah, <laughs> she like yeah. Angela don't give a fuck. She's gonna talk shit. <laughs> well, that's what I said I'm gonna be the fact that she said I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the one who's gonna be petty. The fact that she said she's gonna be petty, I already knew where we knew were going with this. Going. Like if people, when people say petty, you know <laughs> something petty. is about to happen. Petty LaBelle. I'm gonna be Petty LaBelle right now. And then she just said, ah and she just was laughing her ass off. It was hilarious though. I'm a is ridiculous, that's why. It is but, funny. But now it's like, are you trying to come back to the cookout? It's like you can't you can't come back. You you know, we already trade you. We trade you away. That happens. OJ tried it. <laughs> he tried it. And it worked for the first time, and then then after the acquittal, he he went back to the old OJ. We already <laughs> traded Omarosa for Joseph Sakura, Tommy from Power. I mean, I'm just real. Ah. I, I mean, in my mind, I traded her for Tommy from Power. That's who I traded because I saw my Patty LaBelle today, and he was eating a uh, steak and stuff. Mm-hmm. Patty LaBelle cooked for him, and he was in the kitchen with Patty. You are bitches. Sorry, traded Shout her away. Chappelle's racial draft. <laughs> <laughs> took me back on that one. But Omarosa tried to come back. Like, is it is it room for me at the table? It's like no, it's not a seat for you at the table, honey. Like no, you made your choice already. Oh, just to quote um Robin Roberts, bye Felicia. <laughs> like if you you can't do that if you weren't with the whole, you know, if you weren't trying to uplift your community, like you turn your back completely mm-hmm. on your said community, and now you're trying to come back. You can't do that. Uh-uh. Nah. Oh, let's shift gears a little bit <laughs> off of Amarosa's dumbass. <laughs> Yo, girl. You saw that um Disney Ooh. buying the majority of 20th 
21st Century Fox for $52 billion. $52.4 billion with a B. Mm. That's a B, y'all. Mm. Billion. Mm-hmm. That's all these Disney's running the world. We talked about this on the fucking podcast yes. before. How Disney pretty much runs everything that you don't know about. From from zero yeah, to, they to own, 90. Because they, they own ESPN. They own ABC. They, they own so much. Shit. And we talked about that. They we own said, DC Comics. Yeah. We said Ari. Ari watches Mickey Mouse. Yeah. I watch How to Get Away with Murder. Marcus and Marcus watched watch ESPN. NFL, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> they got my whole family already. They already mm-hmm. got us. Yeah. But... They're about to get even more if they're buying his 21st century. So his 21st century Fox, and I'm still calling it 20th century yeah. Fox. That's so we old. So yeah. <laughs> 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 Those 20th century Fox for the years. Like it's now 21st century Fox. <laughs> 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 they buy buying, I think, FX and National Geographic are part of it. Mm. Is um. Good, at least like on um, the tiki torches are still served because they're not buying Fox News, wasn't part of the yeah, first purchase. So, you can stay over there because yeah, Disney said we don't want that. shit. We <laughs> we'll take these properties, like, we don't want that. Bullshit right here. Century Fox, that's huge. Yeah. That's a lot. Think about because, like, the World Series plays on there, yeah, on Fox Sports, Fox, yeah. the World Series. So, yeah, you got ESPN already, and now you got this the fucking, World, Series. Yeah, World Series sign in with it. It's crazy. And then you got DC Comics. Because DC is probably so you own Batman. Disney owns the Muppets. But they brought down yeah, Jim Henson's company the back in the day. Yeah. So they own so much that you don't even know how much that this company owns. Disney owns a lot. Mm-hmm. Now they're about to take over the 20th ABC, century. They, yeah. Disney, man. Mm-hmm. But then the funny thing is, is that somebody posted this and I'm like, Simpsons did it. Mm-hmm. In 1998, on the episode of... With the, it was when you dish upon star. I believe that was the one with the, mm. with the Kim Basinger and Alec Baldwin. I wasn't and Ron Howard. Yeah, I believe that was the episode. So so Alec Baldwin been Quarry and Trump even back then. <laughs> no. And in 1998, <laughs> when they posted the picture of 20, because it was 20th Century Fox Day, because it had 20th Century Fox, they were on the lot, and it said something like uh, a subsidiary of Disney or something under it. Like it said that in little bitty writing. It's funny how much said. And this was said 20 years ago. Like I said, in 1998, this was like almost 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. But the Simpsons has predicted more than once. They've done shit, yeah. They predicted President Trump because of what Lisa was president. They was like, yeah, we've got quite a budget crunch for President Trump. They said that on the episode. They predicted the they Falcons, did. Patriots, Super Bowl. Super Bowl, yeah. <laughs> they predicted that. They predicted Ebola breaking out. They predicted a lot on the Simpsons. A lot of this stuff happened like way back when. Yeah. So it's like, it's just interesting to see that post back up. And I'm like, oh, the Simpsons did this in 1998. So mm. is Matt Granny a time traveler? <laughs> like, is that the next thing? Mm. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but Disney, y'all going to get your money. But uh, what do you think about uh, people with this whole money thing, net neutrality? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's fine. Net neutrality. Yeah, it got voted down. Yeah. <laughs> money grab. Is um. Money grab. Yeah, like, it might, uh, it, it might affect, like, shit like this podcast. This fucking vote might affect mm-hmm. all of us because, yeah, it's, um. It's still reliance that it can still go through. We can still like get rid of it in the court. Like if it goes through the court, Supreme Court, right? Can we still? Yeah, it's not dead. It's not yet, dead but they yet, got but they it's got down. Yeah. it's down, but not out. Yeah, because I mean, if you really are giving these companies like your Comcast, your um, AT and T, U verse, you're giving these companies the power 
to do like, like, okay, I can slow down your streaming of Netflix. And then Netflix, okay, now I have to charge you more money. Yeah. Instead of charging that nine ninety nine month yeah, plus like taxes, you, you gotta pay us twenty five if you want the high speed Netflix. Exactly. Yeah, Hulu. the nine ninety five is the regular one. Yeah, like a, that shit like so that. So yeah. just people having that control. To stream this podcast, you might have to charge like instead of having it free, you might have to like charge like people to listen to. Shit yeah, like, yeah. So I mean, this is a big thing, net neutrality. Like I just don't believe that the government should be controlling. Like, should be, I mean, well, I don't believe the companies, right? I'm sorry, I don't believe the companies should be like, you know, it's freedom of speech. You should let us, like, should be for everybody. it should be for everybody. It just shouldn't be for, well, we, like, you know, we can charge only, you. Only, only the rich can afford the good internet. It and get like the pockets, that. you know. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be like that. The net neutrality is, ugh. Let's get off of that for a minute now, because that one just brought me down. That brought you down, yeah. My, yeah, because that could affect all, all of us, including the podcast. Yeah. Let's um, go on a good note. Let's get happy again for a second. We talked about already on the podcast that NBA All-Star Games coming to Chicago in 2020. Yes. So I got two words for you. Road trip. Yes, 2021. 2021, the very next year is coming to Indianapolis. So we already committed to going to the Chicago. We committed to going to Chicago. Want to take a road trip to Indianapolis? Let's do it. Get the nap. Let's do it. Let's do back-to-back All-Star Weekends. Let's do it. Let's do it, then. I'm in. I know yeah. Fees is in. I know Marcus mm-hmm. is in. The kids yeah. are in. So. They just announced um, right this week that um, Indianapolis is getting the 2021 I saw All-Star that. Weekend. I was like, huh, so it's coming to the Midwest. Talent's sure. coming back uh, to the Midwest. We're do back-to-back, yeah. Yeah. It's ironic because both teams need help because like they Chicago do. traded Butler, Indiana traded Paul George. So both teams don't have a lot to celebrate right we now. Don't. So it's all. Uh, the All Star Games will help pick up. Maybe the that will help to rejuvenate some of the, the life. Spirits of the sportsmen. Yeah. And hopefully, we'll have an All Star by 2020. Yeah, it's a lot to happen by then. I well, mean, no, like, yeah, Levine will be coming back in a few weeks. Maybe he'll uh, market it, yeah. might be. Yeah, like, who knows? You know. Anything can happen. So, yeah. Chris Dell's been looking good. Mm-hmm. Those are the three main pieces. Or those are the three pieces that came for the Butler trade mm-hmm. with Mark and Dunn and Levine. Yeah, I haven't seen Levine yet, but if we can get his old like his hops back, his hops he back. is a dunk champion now. Then and it looks like Dunn is starting to find his way. Like his last, these last five games, he's been looking good. Like I said, we're on a five-game win streak. Because Dunn, if you remember, <laughs> in his draft class originally, he was projected to go top three at one point. Mm-hmm. He slipped a little bit. What was he like five, six his year? He was drafted. I think so. Something like that. But um. For like for weeks on the on the draft board, he was predicted to go a top three pick. Mm-hmm. It was supposed he's supposed to be around three. It was like um Ben Simmons, Brandon Ingram, and Chris Dunn. Like at one point, it was mm-hmm. those are the big three. Yeah. So if Dunn can get back to that status, it'd be amazing. It should hit. So we'll see what happens with with Dunn because uh, he's looking okay now. Yeah, he's Not looking like bad. he might be, mm. you know, getting his uh showing like what you know like what we expected him to be. He's looking like he's showing like promise mm-hmm. right now so well, i'll be watching mm-hmm. i'll be watching and finally the um 75th annual golden globe nominees have been released oh yeah 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 it's a lot of um big names but one big snub was a movie that um i know and i'm mad movie. about it jada pinky called out that um girls trip got completely shut out of it mm. So what do you think about that? Cause you saw the movie, obviously I haven't yet, but um, yes. what do you think about Girls Trip getting snubbed? I think that that was Tiffany Hash, his breakout role. I uh, think that she was. Star I think that she was excellent in Girls Trip. I've been Trip. listening. I got her um audio book. I've been listening. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I gotta listen to her. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I like her story. Mm-hmm. Her story. Yeah. 
But I thought that girls trip was hilarious. And if anything, girls trip did was promote Essence Fest. <laughs> Everybody I know want to go down to Essence Fest now. Fest. <laughs> Everybody, like I said, I obviously won't get to go in 2018 or mm. probably 19. Mm. I don't know when I'm gonna get to go. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go one day too. Eventually. I'm gonna go. Maybe when I turn 40, I'll go. Maybe <laughs> finally. <laughs> but yeah, it was just a slap in the face about that. And I do like that Jada did stand up for her co-star because she knows what Tiffany, you know, she knows what she did. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad that she stood up for her and called them out for shutting her out. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad. Another epic episode, Dirty 30. Dirty 30. A lot of dirtiness in this one. Uh, Roy Moore's bitch ass. (laughs) Bullying is like, we got a lot of dirt in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Alvarosa's dirty ass. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate each and every one of you supporting Not Another Damn Podcast. You know, we get down. Mm-hmm. And um, you can want to support us, do four things. Subscribe, share, rate, review. Mm-hmm. And just regardless of what's going on with net neutrality, you can subscribe absolutely free right now. Right. So subscribe, subscribe, go to iTunes, go to however you listen to your podcast. Yes. Get at us, all right? Get at us. Right? Get at me. Um, Ozman the Wizard is my Instagram and Twitter. Oz Radio, Snapchat, and Facebook. Also, check out the Oz Radio Mix Cloud. Ozman the Wizard on SoundCloud as well. Plus, like the fan page for Not Another Damn Podcast. Yes, and then you can check out my personal MSIMAH626 on Twitter and on Instagram. If you're following my Instagram, I keep on posting my bumps. 23 weeks, large mango now. Yay! And then also you can check me out, uh, Straight Gully, S-T-R-8-G-U-L-E-Y-1 on Twitter and S-T-R-8-G-U-L-E-Y-7 on Instagram. Supposed to be Mango, honey. <laughs> Shout out all my car wash fans. Old school. I said about Mango, um, Chris Kattan. Oh, Sarah <laughs> Saturday yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I'm Miles Man the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. later. Bye. Bye. Bye.